0: Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 367. I'm joined by Nikki Guns in this one. We talk NFL football week 11. You get the picks for myself, the coach, and the, of course, Nikki Guns. And then once we get done with the NFL picks, I move on to my NBA picks for Friday on ESPN. And I give you some college hoop picks also for Friday night. Remember, if you have any comments or questions for the coach, the guns, Darth Wager, even Joker and AK, sometimes they, they make an appearance. You can uh, text those, you can direct message those questions on Twitter and Instagram to the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast uh, handle at Talk Gambling. So if you look at, at Talk Gambling, you can hit us up at Twitter and Instagram and ask us questions. Maybe we'll have a mailbag eventually. Um, before we get to the mailbag, You know, you you should visit MyBookieAG. That's where we do a lot of our picks from because we we can't always get out to Vegas. We like to, but we can't always get out there. Go to MyBookieAG. You get a 50% sign-up bonus when you use the promo code DARTH, as in Darth Wager, D-A-R-T-H, at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. And you can tail our picks at www.GamblingChalkTalkPodcast.com. All the NFL. College football, NCAA basketball, NBA picks. They're there. They're absolutely free. When you're there, click on the Amazon banner. It looks like my book, Squeeze Play. Buy yourself something nice on Amazon. A little bit comes back to help the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. And if you want some reading material for the holiday season, you're you stuck in a car, driving to a grandma's house or something like that, pick up my book. I got three of them. The L.E.R. Media Series, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. Get directly from my publisher, the You can also pick it up on Amazon. If you're Amazon Prime Kindle Select user, you can download it to your favorite electronic reading device. Let's get to it. I don't think the guns is gonna get this one. This is a very tough, a tough player to pick in, in podcast number three sixty seven. Let's see how how Nicky Guns does in this. The guns, this is a tough quiz. Episode three sixty seven. I I boy this is this is a real tough one An offensive lineman he's from portland oregon born june 8 1958 went to colorado played for the saints from 1980 to 1992 and then went to the super bowl with the san diego chargers he played there from 93 to 95 he was a coach at army and the and in the uh arena football league I I have to give you better clues than this. Uh I, I He's a he's a New Orleans Saints Hall of Famer. Team Hall of Famer. Offensive lineman. Um I just got to give it to you. Yeah, I don't. Know. Stan Brock. Never would have got that. <laughs> nope. Nope. No. Um, Little before that, my time. That's 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 a tough one. Yep. That's a tough one. All right. Thursday night I'm gonna let you lead off this is this is the showdown. the Steelers versus the browns thursday night football and and you're coming off you're the only one of us that had a winning week last week. You went seven and six in the picks. I went four and nine Oof. uh Darth went six and seven a k forty seven went six and seven. The Joker went five and eight and then and best bets it, it wasn't pretty either. Um trying to scroll down I here. I think you're good in that. I know that. You uh you you survived. You you went two and two with your podcast ones. Uh I was I, I had a, a down week. I went two and four. Darth went two and three, AK one and three, Joker went oh and three the second week in a row. Oof. Man. So bounce back week. You have to have to short you have to have a short memory. Yeah, absolutely. When you're betting, how's you, how's your memory with the the last time the Steelers and Browns played in Cleveland? Do you remember that from last year?
1: Yes, that was a uh, week one. I called that one. That was my lock of the year. And, yeah, uh, we wound up a tie ball game. Yep, in the rain. Yep, JJ Watt blocked a field goal to to keep the tie. The
0: Steelers are getting two and a half points. Who are you liking this one?
1: A little bit of a fishy line here. Uh, This is a personal showdown with Mr. LeMay and myself. Uh, He's been waiting for this game since the schedule came out. And here we are. We're already in week 11 of the National Football League. Uh, Ran some numbers. And uh, Cleveland, the last two weeks, uh, have had no turnovers, which is a big change for them. Uh, and they've only had nine penalties, which is a big change for them, how they played all season. Um, Cleveland's ability to run the ball, I think, is going to be key in this game. Uh, the Steelers have not stopped to run well. They came out. Uh, LeMay sent me some footage, all 22 tape of a old-fashioned wing tee. With, I saw that. Yeah, with, with uh, Kareem Hunt on one side. and um, uh, They had them on the field together quite a yeah, bit. what's the other uh uh, Chubb. Chubb, yeah. So, I mean, and, they, and they've been effective running the ball. So, that's going to be the key. And the Steelers have not stopped to run well like they normally do. So, I think that's where the game, where it's key. Um, Working against Cleveland, Mayfield has thrown the second most picks in the NFL. Uh, he's been a turnover machine. I've been saying it here week after week. Teams have been applying pressure to him, taking away that first read. He's been forcing throws. You, you force throws against the Steelers secondary right now. There's going to be big problems. Not Uh, a good idea. They're second in the league in takeaways with 26. They're second in the league in turnover ratio plus 13. They're third in the NFL with 33 sacks. Uh, I was here watching the game with you when Minka put on a a show last weekend. Uh, That defense of the Steelers is humming right now. Cleveland 3-2 against the spread at home their last 13 NFC North games. Steelers' offense is not playing well. Connor's back. I think they're going to try to run the ball. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game, tightly contested, closely played. I love the under here. And with all that said, give me the Pittsburgh Steelers getting the two-and-a-half to win the game on the field. I'm not going to lock it up.
0: Not locking it up. I'm not locking it up either, but I will play a quarter unit on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, the Cleveland offensive line stinks. Pittsburgh is actually statistically a little worse. Uh, Cleveland is home, so I think their O-line play will be a little bit better. Communication will be a little bit better. It's not a need to be because that Pittsburgh front is pretty ferocious. That Pitt pass rush is right up there with San Francisco as the best in the league. Baker and his tendencies to have turnovers is a, a little bit scary. I think that's with, the difference. That could be the difference. With the pressure that Pittsburgh's going to put on. The pit run defense, not so hot. That's an issue. Uh, you know, if the Cleveland uh, coaching staff doesn't uh, give in to uh, Landry and, and, and Odell and start throwing a ball, if they run the ball, uh, they, they, that could be trouble for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But I don't think they had the, the intestinal fortitude to say no to OBJ and, and Landry. Uh, Cleveland gives up 5.2 yards per rush, and they're terrible on third down. Uh, they're they're okay in the red zone, but and believe it or not, I know people are gonna look at Cleveland. The eight plays they ran from the goal line couldn't punch it in. Their their red zone offense isn't as bad as that little debacle looked against Buffalo. Uh, looking at this, uh, the 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 pit defense uh looks like they're trying. Looks like Atlanta's defense stopping people on third down, third down when they're on the road. That pit defense is not the same. Cleveland has beaten Pittsburgh five times a century. Five times in nineteen years. Wow. They play twice a year. And they beat them five times. That's that's ugly. Um I I think this comes down to the, the Cleveland coaching staff fucking it up.
1: <laughs> coaching advantage definitely Steelers here. They're
0: gonna fuck it up. And desperation on both teams at this point. Uh, you know, Cleveland's supposed to be desperate the last few weeks. They lose in Denver. They haven't really come through in desperation time. And, you know, Pittsburgh's 5-4. and four. Look at their losses. New England. San Fran. Pretty good. Seattle by two points. They're pretty San Francisco by four points. They're pretty good. Baltimore in overtime by three points. They're pretty good. Maybe Pittsburgh's not that bad. Why is this line two and a half? I've been more impressed with the resume of Pittsburgh than Cleveland. Almost locked it up. Almost locked it up. The
1: only reason I didn't lock it up is because it's my team, and I (laughs) want to jinx it. It,
0: It's probably going to be one one of my selections in the Super Contest.
1: It it is one of mine.
0: So, all right, there's a Thursday nighter. All right, let's go to Sunday, 1 o'clock, the Broncos The Denver Broncos, they're getting ten and a half at Minnesota. I'll lead off with this one. The Broncos have a poor record. Minnesota is the darlings. They just won Sunday night. That Linville-Joseph injury uh, makes a difference. They had to provide a lot more support to stop the Dallas run defense. They, They sold out to stop Zeke. And what happened when they did that? Dak Prescott lit them up. He looked like Joe in Montana uh, on Sunday night. Uh, Dak is, I'm going to guess, a little bit better than Brandon Allen. (laughs) But uh, both these O-lines are fine run blocking, but they struggle in pass protection. Uh, Minnesota doesn't have a big advantage, especially at home. Better in yards per pass, better in third down and red zone situations. Denver, definitely is stronger on defense, believe it or not. Fangio has a familiarity with Minnesota. I think it's an advantage for Denver not having Flacco uh, at quarterback. I think Brandon Allen's actually an upgrade. I think this is too many points. Despite being a 3-6 team, Denver has only had one loss where they didn't compete, and that was the Kansas City game. That D-line of Denver is in the top third of the league. Minnesota is in the bottom third. They really are going to have to sell out to stop the run. The QB advantage is to Minnesota. O-line's a wash. Coaching advantage, Minnesota. I think this is a little risky pick on my part, but only one team has stayed within 10 points of Minnesota at home, and that was the Redskins, who lost 19-9. to I'm still going to take the Broncos. I'm going to take the 10 half. I almost made this a lock, but I just can't do it. Minnesota's just been so freaking good at home, but I think the Broncos just battle and, and, and keep it close in that one. What you got in that?
1: Uh, we have disagreement here as far. Well, we have agreement, but disagreement as far as the team. I'm going to take Minnesota here. Uh, I wish that line were under 10. I'd be all over Minnesota, uh, undefeated at home. Um, Minnesota, their ability to stop the run is key uh, because Denver's going to come in looking to run. Um, again, we got cousins one o'clock at home versus a team with a losing record. That with their coaching, uh, with their coach is almost an automatic W cover for Minnesota. Uh, if you were to bet Minnesota blindly at home at one o'clock, uh, along with New England for the year, you'd, you'd win money every single year. Uh, Brandon Allen's making his first start on the road. Totally different environment than being at home. It's going to be really loud in the dome. Uh, Minnesota needs this game. I like the Vikings. I think they're going to be able to run the ball down the throat of uh, Denver, control the clock, Cousins off to play action. I think big plays. I think this is going to be a route for Minnesota.
0: Very good. You know, there's, there's only two games this week uh, matching two teams that have uh, above 500 record. Every game other than two this week is – a winning record team and a losing record team.
1: Oh, I, did not, I did not. Yeah, really, wow. really strange yep.
0: schedule quirk. All right, next one up, Nick. I'm going to give this one to you first. Right. The Falcons, last I checked, was six and a half, but it might have changed. The Falcons are now only getting five and a half at Carolina. Who are you like in that one? Uh,
1: so I went back and forth on this game. Um, Carolina last week uh, in a tough spot in Green Bay. Uh, snow was coming down. Wind was blowing sideways. They hung in the game till late. Um fun game to watch unless you wanted to watch the Steelers game. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I was begging for that game to end to watch the Steelers game. Uh, but it was a good game to watch. Um Atlanta uh ruined and I mean ruined people's uh NFL season. I listened to that covers uh podcast and uh the amount of money lost on that Saints uh game <laughs> as far as, you know, every teaser and uh parlay. All had the Saints uh, tied into it, and uh, Vegas was very happy with that win by Atlanta. Uh, so it just showed me Atlanta's not giving up. Um, they're fighting. They're playing hard. Uh, Matty Ice, you know, they're they're not giving up on the season. They're not going out without a battle. Uh, I think this game's going to be tight. Uh, coin toss for me. Stay away game for me. I'm going to take Atlanta just getting the points, but it's a game I'm not going to uh, wager on.
0: All right, I'm on the other side of this one. It's not a lock for me either. Austin Hooper out with a knee. I think that makes a difference. Uh, De- Devontae Freeman, a foot injury. That's big losses for Atlanta. Uh, Carolina battled in Green Bay last week, but some costly opportunities. They didn't cash in in the red zone. I don't think that will be a problem this week. Atlanta generated some pass rush finally against the Saints, but they're still the worst in the league on defensive line. The Atlanta offensive line, which is terrible, is on the road against a good pass rush for the second week in a row. I'm not sure Lightning's on a strike twice. Uh, Atlanta's run defense is decent, but McCaffrey is the non-quarterback MVP in my book. And Atlanta has won six of the last seven and covered those six wins against Carolina. I think Carolina would be desperate. They need this game. Atlanta, I think, comes in Feeling like mission accomplished after beating New Orleans. I don't expect a consistent effort from Atlanta. I'll take the Panthers in this one, especially because the line went down. It's only 5.5. So that's, that's where I'm on this one. Texans. This, this line has fluctuated a little bit here. It was 4.5. I believe it's down to 4. Is it back to 4.5? I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. And yeah. four and a half four and a half Okay. Yeah, maybe it was the super contest I grabbed it at four. Uh the Texans, four and a half at the Ravens. The Texans always play close games. They they rarely is it a, a blowout on either end. They don't blow teams out, teams don't blow them out. Uh the Baltimore front won't put a lot of pressure on Deshaun Watson. Watson, I think that's a that's a problem. Uh Houston, an extra week to prepare. Two similar teams on offense. Both run the ball well and pass effectively. Uh, Third down efficiency, 47% for Houston, 48% from Baltimore. Both convert at 67% in the red zone. I mean, these two teams are tight. Very similar. Defense, very similar in all those key categories as well. I think this QB battle is a wash. I think the coaching battle is a wash. I think Bill O'Brien's a good coach. I think he's proved now. Over the last few years, he keeps making the playoffs. They they keep winning. I think the D line is slight advantage to Houston. O line slight advantage of Baltimore, especially at home. But I'm gonna take the points. I'm taking the Texans, and I'm I'm gonna lock this one up. I'm ta- I'm locking the Texans. Fat and happy Ravens, feeling good after beating the Patriots and blowing out Cincinnati. Give me the Texans, a lock as a doggy
1: on the road. What you got? Not only do we have agreement here, this is my five-star stone-cold lead pipe lock of the week. The Houston Texans to win the game on the field. Uh, Baltimore coming off that huge win Sunday night over the Patriots. Houston with a week off, bye week, chance to get guys healthy. Uh, they just claimed uh, the kid uh, Hargrave out of uh, Miami, yep. out of uh, Tampa, uh, to add to that secondary This is the Houston Texans specialty. They are road dogs coming in hostile environment with Deshaun Watson. This is when he shines. This is going to be one of these games where he throws four or five touchdowns. uh, (laughs) Battle of the MVPs right here. I know I might be the only one in the world saying this. I think Lamar Jackson is a little overrated, a little overhyped. Uh, I mean, I know he's putting on highlight reels. You keep running those spin moves midfield sooner or later. You're going to catch one. He's going to catch it sooner or later. Uh, I know Houston's a little banged up on uh, defensive front. I think they'll uh, be able to scheme it here. I think they're going to be able to run the ball against the Ravens. And the key to this game, and you said it, the coach said it: if you cannot get pressure on the on the on Deshaun Watson, if you cannot apply pressure and make him rush throws and sack him. I know, of, as of late, Baltimore. I guess, I guess nine of their nine different players have sacks on their teams. Lately, they've been a lot more aggressive. They seem to be figuring out their scheme. I still think Houston's going to be able to protect Watson here. I think they're going to be able to run the ball, and I think they're going to make big plays. Uh, will Fuller should be back. Love the Texans in this spot, getting the four and a half. I will sprinkle a little on that money line in this game. Ooh, a little sprinkle. Five star, Stone Cold. Five star Stone Cold
0: lock of the week early in the week early early game. Oh boy, this next one I was we wa- wavering between locking it and not locking it. I'll let you lead off. The Bills now minus six. It was six and a half. Now it's mi- now it's minus six at the Dolphins. What you got in this one, Nick?
1: Uh, this one's a stay away for me. Um, Bills four and one versus Dolphins uh, in the last two years, last three years. Um, Dolphins have covered their last five games. Um, I've
0: been all over them. Yeah, I <laughs> have
1: too. I had them in the Super last week getting 11 and a half. Um, they've been playing well. They're not giving up. Um, Buffalo, I think they're not what they think, what we thought they were. At least they're not <laughs> what I thought they were. Yeah. Um, I love them in that game against the Eagles. Uh, they had the weather in their favor. They were at home. Big game to prove it. Uh, Their defense has not been what I thought their defense should be. A little overrated. Um, Josh Allen has struggled. They're not scoring points, Um, they're not stopping people. Fitzmagic is alive down in Miami. Uh, These guys believe they've won two in a row. Uh, They're scoring points. Their defense is opportunistic, they're making big plays. Uh, I don't know what the weather is going to be in Miami. I'm assuming it's going to be a lot different than what it is up in Buffalo. <laughs> That's a safe bet. I will take the Dolphins at home with the points to cover the spread.
0: Right, I'm not against you on this one, but this I'm not, I'm not. I did sprinkle a little bit money on this already. <laughs> I got to tell you. Uh, Miami's played much better. They've been very good. Uh, you know, to me, the last few weeks I've been betting on them. I, I bet a little money line, even. You know, just they've been great. Uh now it's time to jump ship. Miami can't run the ball. 2.6 yards to carry the last three games. Buffalo is awesome at defending the pass. I don't know how Miami's gonna score. They can't run the ball, and you can't pass against Buffalo. Uh Miami's big improvement the last three weeks has been the defense. Despite training away Mink Fitzpatrick, uh the pass defense has been stellar. Uh but take a closer look at who they've been playing. They haven't exactly faced the top QBs in the league. They faced the Redskins, with uh, I believe uh, they put Haskins in the game at yep. one point, yep. right? They played. They played the Bills. You know, Josh Allen's hit or miss. Steelers, what, was it was it uh, Mason or was it Duck in that game? Versus versus the the Dolphins.
1: Oh, uh, no, it was a Mason. I it mean uh, Rudolph. Yeah, Mason. Rolfe. Mason Rudolph. Yep.
0: They faced the Jets, and they faced Indy oh. with Hoyer. Not exactly the murderer's row of quarterbacks, is it? No. Uh, having Fitzpatrick at QB helps him a lot. There's no more dumb mistakes, no stupid turnovers. I don't think it's enough. The Bills are desperate. They're coming off a loss. They need this one. Dolphins are fat and happy after two straight wins. I'm going to take the Bills. I'll put a little money on it, but it's not a lock. I'll put a little money on it, though. Uh, next one up, Saints are at the Bucks, Goddamn box! They burned me so freaking much. The numbers tell you they should be good, and, and you know every podcast I listen to with these experts, it seems like all the freaking sharps love the Bucks too. I've been all over the Bucks, and they've just been dick teasing me like, oh my god, like, like a like a stripper in a, in, a, in a in the in the the little the little room Las there. Las Vegas club. Oh Jesus! All right, so let's see the Bucs, the Bucks Saints. The spread is now five and a half. I am not going with the Bucs this time. The Saints, uh, Mar- Marshawn Lattimore and uh, Patrick Robinson at corner could miss this game. That's a little bit dangerous against this Bucks team. Uh, the Tampa D-line has been very good, but the Saints O-line should be able to handle the task. I am sure the Saints' attention to detail will be much improved this week after losing to Atlanta. The numbers and yards per play, third down red zone, say this game is very even. I've been burned so much by freaking Tampa and the Jameis factor. The Jameis factor is something you it just you have to put it in there. I, I've been burned. I'm not going to get burned again. I'm not betting on this game. I'm staying away. I think this is desperation and a return to focus factor with the Saints, who looked like a team on a mission until last week. I'm going to take the Saints. I'll lay the five and a half.
1: You have agreement here, and I'm locking this one up. Oh, um, good. The only thing that worries me in this game is uh, Breeze all-time versus Winston is 4-3 and head-to-head. Head. Uh, he has a history of not playing well in Tampa. Normally, when you see a team like New Orleans who's cruising and looking for a... I mean, they were on schedule for a one-seed in the NFC, possibly a, you know, a two-seed, and they were embarrassed by Atlanta. Um, no touchdowns. No touchdowns. Breeze was sacked, I think eight nine times that game. Uh they looked they obviously showed up and weren't ready. They they already had that game in the books. Uh normally when you get a team like that that's embarrassed. Um, the next week they are out and they're going to be focused. So here they are against the Bucks. The Winston factor, the defense will be cranked up. Breeze will be keened up on point. I think the Saints blow the Bucks out here. I'm going to lock it up. Give me the Saints. Uh, I think they involve Kamara this week again. He gets back into it.
0: Yeah, he's B- been banged big up. Big week for the Saints. Yep. Yeah. Jaguars at the Colts. I'm going to try and find a line here. The uh, it's, it's been all over the place because of the injury to Jacoby Brissett. Uh i'm gonna to go to vegas insider they usually have a lineup somewhere jacksonville it's three uh jacksonville three even money right now on that uh what do you got in this one nick
1: uh stay away game for me not one i want to want to get involved with um this when these teams lock up it's usually a tight game it's usually a one possession game uh colts have played i think every single game has been a one possession game um i think a big factor for the game this week is whether Brissett plays i think another big factor
0: ty is, hilton
1: uh well he's not gonna play yeah from what i hear but i think having uh foals back for jacksonville makes a difference um minchu you know came out on fire the first few games and then he basically became a game manager uh with Foles. the element of the deep ball um he can make throws that Minshew can't make. He's a veteran. He knows how to how to win games. Um, tightly contested game. I think these teams know each other. Uh, a game, like I said, I'm going to stay away from, but I will take the Jaguars getting the three. All
0: right, very good. I am locking this one up. I am taking the Jags. Uh, the Jags are beat up at the linebacker position. I think it's going to be fine. I like the return of Nick Foles. The Colts need Ty Hilton. They don't have any playmakers on offense. I know Mar- the teams can key on Marlon Mack. Brissett makes a difference. Hoyer makes a lot of ball security mistakes. So hopefully Brissett plays. If Brissett doesn't play, I'm definitely pounding, pounding the Jaguars in this one. Uh, the Colts uh, also be aided by not, by not. Uh, they, they leave a lot of points on the field in the kicking game, and they're they're sticking with. They're sticking with Vinatieri, and that's another reason why I like the Jaguars in three points because it, th- there's going to be some extra point or some kick that should make a difference It is not going to get finished by the, by the uh, Colts. They're leaving a lot of points on the field. I'm not a fan, fan of the Jacksonville-Austin offensive line. Uh, maybe the problem is not Fournette and Minshew. Maybe it's that O-line that's causing the problems, but I think Nick Foles sees the game as probably a little bit quicker than Minshew. He'll get rid of the ball a little bit quicker. Uh, a little bit better decision-making. The Jags are way better on the defensive line. And the Colts can't get a big play. Uh, you know, Brissett, T.Y., are they going to play? Probably, you know, Brissett maybe. T.Y. doesn't look so good. Uh, but the Jags coming off a bye. They need the W. Give me the Jags. Lock it up. I can't believe I'm locking this next one up. This next one I'm locking up. It makes no sense. I'm taking the Jets plus one. This is my, this is my reasoning. I, Washington is better on offense, but not by much than the Jets. Washington's going to have Dwayne Haskins at QB. I don't like that. The rest of the year, they said he's starting. Okay.
1: He's not so, ready, by the way. No,
0: definitely not ready. Yep. So I think Washington's offensive stats get worse. Callahan is big on running the ball. He's going to pound, pound, pound. Well, the Jets had the best run defense in the NFL. So you're playing right into the hands of the Jets with that running game. Uh, I think the the Jets have an advantage at QB. The Jets have an advantage on defensive line. I think both offensive lines stinks. Usually away game, it really hurts the offensive line. But are Washington's fans really going to be ruckus and loud and, and, and make a factor? Nope. I think the coaching advantage, and we'll just say that's a wash. <laughs> I think the Jets are, are going to be desperate because that coaching staff is, is fighting for their jobs, especially because they just got the vote of confidence today.
1: The death, the death vote. Uh,
0: Washington already knows they're a dead team walking. I'm taking the Jets. I'm locking it up. I can't believe this. I'm locking it up. I even put it in the super contest, Nick. Give me wow. the Jets plus one.
1: Well, I'm in agreement with you. Uh, not to the point of putting them in the Super Contest, but uh, I agree with you. Um, I think uh, the quarterback there for uh, the Redskins, um, Haskins, Haskins is absolutely horrible. I'm, uh, my stats here are fading on me. <laughs> I think Haskins horrible and not ready for the NFL. Uh, they have no touchdowns in three straight games. The Redskins. First time since nineteen forty. Um Oh my god, yeah, really? They're horrible. I think their defense um is completely just given up on the season. Um the Jets have shown some signs of life. Uh they've been able to get Le'Veon Bell involved a little bit. Uh Darnold is taking this. He's he's committed. He's he's trying to win. Uh they gave Gaze uh the uh you know vote of confidence, so they got a big win last week over the Giants. I think they go on the road, and I agree with you. Uh, not to the point of locking it, not super contest, but I do like the Jets a lot. It might be some something I'd uh, put a little bit of cash on this week. I like the Jets on the road to go in there and win the game.
0: Next one up, Cowboys. There's A lot, a lot of places don't have a lineup yet, but I did find one on Vegas Insider. Cowboys laying four and a half at the Lions. Very, very doubtful. That Matthew Stafford plays. What do you got in that one, Nick?
1: So you have Cowboys minus three? Four and a half. Cowboys minus four and a half. Uh, I think the Lions season has starting to implode. It Um, it started to implode three weeks ago. (laughs) uh, They cannot stop the run. Um, This could be a good uh, get-right game for the Cowboys. Uh, Establish the run. The thing that worries me, Prescott, he's lost three straight non-divisional road games, and uh, they're on the road here non-divisional road game um the cowboys have lost three of their last four i believe or was it four no three yeah three of their last four uh, have not looked good um but i think this is a good right uh get right game for them uh lions i think the season's over uh you and i talked remember these were teams we early in the season we really disagreed on patricia and what was gonna yeah. go and the lions started out tough on yeah. fire man i i thought i w- was a you know, wrong on my early season predictions, but... uh No, you're right. No, it's not being right. It's just they can't run the ball at all, and their defense... uh <laughs> Losing carry on Johnson hurt. <laughs> that killed them, and I think when they traded away that safety, that... Uh, he lost the locker room. He lost the locker room. You're not Belichick. You're not at that position in your career to do things like that. Um I don't know. I just think this is bailout time for the Lions, and I think the Cowboys still have a lot to play for. Um, I keep thinking this Cowboy team is better than they are. I don't know. I, I watch them on TV. I watch them against Minnesota. The whole time, I'm thinking they're going to win that game, and and they just came up short. Horrible play calling. Uh, with that said, I'll take the Cowboys laying the four and a half on the road to win the game.
0: This is my coach's clipboard lock of the week. One and a half unit bet. I'm betting more than a more than one unit on this one. Desperate team versus dead team walking. Lions have a boatload of injuries, including that defensive line that has six guys hurt. They might play, but they're hurting. They have a tough time against the run. This is a get-better game for Zeke. I think he's. they're, they're probably going to come out with a chip on their shoulder after losing last week. Zeke not having a good day. You know they're going to set it up so he has a good day. There's going to be no pressure on Dak. Dallas will own third down. Detroit is not so hot in the red zone. Big advantage for Dallas offensive line, defensive line. Big advantage for Dallas. And, you know, whoever happens to be the QB for Detroit doesn't matter. Dak's gonna be, I don't. Stafford's not playing, so Dallas has the advantage there. Uh, the coaching might be a wash. I don't like Jason Garrett, especially when they made him fair catch. You saw the wall. They had a wall. I heard. He could have taken it to that. I, I, was, I was out in a hot tub watching a game going, oh, my God. How, oh, my God. It's, it, the whole sideline was wide open. There's one guy there, and they had like six blockers. Oh, Listen, painful.
1: Driscoll wasn't even good at Florida, so he's <laughs> not going to be good for Detroit.
0: So that's my lock of the week, and I, this is a good time to take a break. The free picks are located at www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. The NFL picks, the college football picks, baseball's almost over, the World Series is almost over, but in the spring, the Major League Baseball picks are there. NBA just started a couple weeks ago, NBA picks are there. College basketball is about to start up. Those picks are there. You can get them all free at www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. If you click on that Amazon banner ad, it looks like my book, Squeeze Play. I'll bring you to Amazon, buy yourself something nice, and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. Again, all the free picks from the podcast, www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. And we're back for the four o'clock in the prime time, prime time games. Four o'clock, we'll start off with your Cardinals, Nick. Catching, I think it's 11 and a half still. 11 and a half at the Niners. Niners, fresh off that loss. Let's see. I want to make sure I got this right. No, it's down to 10 and, a half. 10 and a half. Nick. Who you got in that one?
1: Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to keep riding my Cardinals. Um, believe it or not, they've won eight of the last nine against the 49ers. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, they are 7-3 and three against the spread this year, which is tied for best in the NFL with Green Bay. Uh, seven of their games have been one score games. They played the Niners two weeks ago on Thursday night. Um, that was in Arizona. They lost that game by three. I had loaded up on the Niners that night. Um, I think Niners coming off that huge Monday night game against Seattle. Uh, there was a lot of emotion into that game. It was an extremely physical game. I think it's t- going to be a tough turnaround for them to recover. Um, I don't think Arizona is going to win the game. I just think it's way too many points, especially with their pace of their offense against that defense. Uh, Niners suffered a few injuries Monday night. Uh, one of their pass rushers is going to be out for a few games. I think that makes a little difference. They wear down, end of the game. Could be Carolina on the uh, Cardinals on the backdoor cover. I will take my Cardinals, and I'm going to ride them here again, getting 10 and a half. Give me the Cardinals.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the other side. I'm gonna take the Niners. The Niners not capitalizing on opportunities against Seattle. And Seattle took advantage of that turnover. Seattle took advantage of turnovers, unlike the Steelers, when the Steelers played. So, you know, the Niners, lesson learned. You got to take care of the ball. The Cardinal Cardinals, however, have some cluster injuries in that defensive backfield. Safety, uh, Deontay uh Thompson, cornerback Patrick Pearson, Tremaine Brock all have injuries. The Niners are banged up from Monday night. Emmanuel Sanders, Weston Richburg, uh, you know, Robbie Gould was out before. George Kittle was out before. Despite the Cardinals playing them tough the last time, that score was skewed by a long TD late. And the guard, Cardinals' defense is trending actually in the wrong direction. They're giving a lot more yards up in the air lately. The, they're, 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 uh, they're not stopping teams on third down. 56% conversion rate against the last three games. The offense has been trending downward with the Cardinals, just 17% conversion rate on third down the last three games. They're not punching it in from the red zone. I I, I think the Niners are no longer fat and happy after that loss. I think there's going to be a lot of fight in them. And now, you know, the West could be a dogfight. And now, they got, now there's a little – the sense of urgency is back with the Niners. I'm going to lay the 10.5 points in this one. Not 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 gonna sprinkle anything on this one though. Uh, not trusting it. Bengals are at the Raiders. This spread is also ten and a half, and I'm gonna take the Raiders. Bengals terrible on offense. They're regressing, <laughs> and they got Ryan Finley or something like that yep. at quarterback. Their defense gives huge chunks of yards: five point two yards per run, eight point eight yards per pass. Total total mismatch on the lines. The, the Raiders' offensive and defensive line so much better. Um, the Raiders' offensive and defensive line have performed like top five units in the NFL this year. Good job by Chucky and, and the coaching staff there. Uh, the Bengals, on the other hand, both their offensive and defensive lines, bottom five of the NFL. QB, coaching advantage, Raiders. I just said the offensive line Defensive line major advantage the Raiders. The Bengals are done. The Raiders are flying high. They're not that far behind Kansas City. Only half game out in the West. This is the. This might be the game that screws your parlays and teasers. That, that's what I'm feeling. That's why I didn't. That's why I didn't pick it as one of my super contest picks. But I'm taking the Raiders, given ten and a half points.
1: I am a. Uh... Also taking the Raiders, and I'm locking this one up. I'm I'm not worried about them screwing the parlays. Um, Cincinnati's basically uh, playing out the string here. Is it going to be Joe Burrow or is it going to be Tua? Who are they taking uh, number one? Or are they taking the kid out of Ohio State? Um, seasons they're it, it, they're mailed in. Uh, the coach Taylor way over his head. Um, <clears throat> is not not ready to be an NFL coach right now uh Gruden um proven a lot of the critics wrong I think Oakland has their way in this game I think they do whatever they want to do and I think they're due for one of these games where they explode um Cincinnati allowing 173 yards a game on the ground Oof. and what do the Raiders like to do with Josh Jacobs they like to pound the rock I look for them to run the ball here control the control the line of scrimmage control the t- time of possession play action passes with Carr um, I think Raiders roll here. I'm going to lock up the Raiders, lay in the ten and a half. I think the half is just a a hook to scare people away. Give me the Raiders at home to roll. The Patriots
0: facing the Eagles for the first time since losing that Super Bowl game to them. The spread is three and a half, I believe. That, it's still three and a half. Let I me double four last. It is four now. Yep. It is four. The Eagles are are catching four at home. We got in this one, Nick.
1: Uh, For the last five times these teams have played, uh, it's been decided by one possession, including the playoffs. With that said, Mister Belichick, and we know this, has not forgotten about that Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm sure uh, he hasn't. <laughs> Belichick basically off a buy, uh, extra week to prepare. I think the game plan is going to be heavy on the passing game. They will take advantage of that weak Eagles secondary. Um, Patriots' last game was a loss to Baltimore. Yep. This is going to be a bounce back, and it's going to be big. And whenever I see the Patriots laying anything less than seven points with that defense this year, I'm on them. And this is another five-star stone-cold lead pipe lock of the week. I'm giving you two. Double lead pipes. Double lead pipes. Asus, you heard it here, brother. Lay the loot on the pats, lay that lay the house on the pats to cover that spread. They are going to blow the Eagles out. Give me the Patriots. Brady throws for over 350 yards in this game, three touchdowns. Give me the Patriots. Wow.
0: I think two of the the worst divisions in football right there, the AFC East and the NFC East, if you ask me. I'm also on the Patriots. I am not locking it up. I don't trust that Patriots team yet. They They still haven't beaten anybody good, Nick. And and the Eagles, despite playing in the NFC Least and going against the AFC Least division, I don't trust them. Both teams coming off a bye. Pat's run game is terrible. They're going to need to pass against that terrible Eagles uh, secondary, like you said. Eagles be back stink. Brady's going to pick them apart. Eagles are very good on third down defense. Pats are middle on the road. The Pats O-line might have some problems with that Eagles D-line, though. It's hard to see the Pats losing back-to-back games uh, despite the Eagles having to play desperate because they're in a dead heat with the Cowboys. But I'm going to take the Patriots, but I'm I'm staying away from that one. i just not trusting it. Sunday, prime time, the Bears, six and a half still? Is it six and a half? Yep, still six and a half, are at the Rams. So much for offensive geniuses with these two coaches, huh?
1: Sometimes you know I, I look forward to those Sunday night games. For the last couple of weeks, with going to my kid's football game, I'm so tired at night. This is one <laughs> after a championship game. I'm going to bed, and I'm not going to have to worry about staying up for this one. So, uh,
0: you know, talent wins, and it's tough to say with this group because some of the talent is injured, banged up, and not, or just not performing. Uh. The Sunday primetime game has been a great underplay this year. And it will continue in this game. Uh, Overwhelming sentiment is the Rams' offensive line is making them look bad. Uh, That might not be the case. That Rams' offensive line is rated the top 10 both run and pass blocking. I think Goff and Gurley just aren't getting it done. They're underperforming. And Chicago is now the Jacksonville of the NFC. I've said it before. They're just not getting it done. Young QB, doesn't have it. They're they're giving him too many chances. I think the coaching advantage goes to McVay in this one. He's getting some heat. They need a big day. They're they're home. O-line advantage to the Rams. D-line advantage to the Rams. That Rams defense is very good. They've outperformed the Bears defense this year. That's for darn sure. I'll take all those points, though, (laughs) because I'm not sure either either of these teams can score. This might be... The Rams win six nothing and I cover by a half a point.
1: Give me the Bears. You have agreement here. Um <clears throat> Bears played better last week. Uh the Rams, I watched them against uh they lost their center against the Steelers. That Steeler front four absolutely manhandled that Rams offensive line. Uh golf was under pressure the entire day, uh forcing throws. Anytime you can hold Cooper Cup to no catches, which the Steelers did, obviously shows how much pressure uh, Golf was under. I think the Bears are going to see what the Steelers did and apply a lot of pressure. I think their defense will keep them in the game, and they'll do just enough on offense. I will take the Bears getting a 6.5 to cover the spread.
0: All right, our last game, Chiefs versus the chargers you can't say at the chargers they don't really have a home field anyway but this game is in mexico maybe let's see if they move it back or whatever that's what happened last time right
1: they said the field this time is in tip-top shape
0: oh very nice very nice so Chiefs minus four at the chargers what you got in this one nick
1: uh so kansas city uh have won nine of the last ten against the chargers um i see a coaching mismatch here uh andy Reid. Since 2015, Kansas City is 23-2 and two against the AFC West, straight up. Um, they've beat the Chargers nine of the last ten times. With that said, uh, the formula is out there on how to beat the Chiefs. Run the ball, run the ball, keep the Chiefs' offense off the field, and then unleash the pass rush on Kansas City. Uh, the Chiefs' defense is Horrible. Chargers Chargers uh, will be able to run the ball with Melvin Gordon and uh, Eckler. And then you've got Bose and Ingram who are going to apply pressure. I think Mahomes is an absolute uh, highlight reel. Uh, Tariq Hill is explosive. They might be getting Darwin James back this week. If he's back, he's definitely a difference maker. Um, I just think the Chargers have the formula to beat the Chiefs. I will take the Chargers getting the points to cover the spread here on Monday Night Football.
0: And we got agreement. Uh, I'm, I'm still not sure what happened what the heck happened into that Chiefs Titans game. Uh just Andy Reid being Andy Reid, time management at the end of the game, just not getting it done. Uh lesson learned for the Chiefs. Don't let teams hang around. Blow them out of the freaking water with your offense. Which they can. But they're not going to against the Chargers because the Chargers are on ground and pound um uh, with their running backs. The Chargers are better on offensive line, defensive line. Chiefs had the QB advantage. But you know what? Phillip Rivers does not look decent, even though he's plotting, can't move because the Chiefs can't pressure him. They can't do anything with that. Uh, you know, the coaching advantage goes to the Chiefs except for the time management part, which kind of is important. Uh, Phillip Rivers, you better take care of the ball, and you can win this one and make the West an absolute cluster for the final six weeks of the season. Give me the Chargers. Anything else, Nick, going in NFL
1: before we take another break? LeMay tomorrow brother i'm going into the war room early no there will be radio silence we're going to war brother you can twitter me you can text me you can email me you won't get a response till after that game tuesday morning there will be no radio contact brother we're going to war you've been waiting for this all i'm going to say to you is this baker you better check those uh Fire alarms in the ceiling of your stadium. You better vacuum up that stadium you're having that party at. Keep making commercials, brother. Keep making commercials. While people are working, you're making commercials. We're coming after you, LeMay.
0: Let's uh, hope uh, Baker's not feeling dangerous tomorrow. Oh,
1: yeah. Don't (laughs) wake up feeling dangerous, baby.
0: All right. This is a good time to take a break before we do NBA and college hoops. Thanks to our show supporter. My a G everybody listens to the show to find out who to bet on where you bet is just as important. Go to www.mybookie.ag. They have live in-game betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business and a mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze. Just visit MyBookieAG. That is M Y B O O K I E dot a G use a gambling chalk talk podcast, promo code Darth D A R T H to activate this offer. Be like the Chalk Talk Sports guys and major a wager. You play, you win, you get paid at my bookie, AG. And we're back for some NBA picks and college hoop picks to round out the podcast. I'm going to go with ESPN's Friday night schedule. we got the Jazz at the Grizzlies. Uh, Memphis, uh, despite being so bad the past couple of years, has really given the Jazz fits both at home and away. This game is in Memphis. They've been playing a little bit solid. Jay Morant has been pretty fun to watch. This will be a good, good game for any basketball fan to watch. I'm not don't have a line yet. I'm recording on a Wednesday night. Yeah, it, it's Memphis will be a home dog in this one. Take the Grizzlies in that one. So keep it close. They they, they give Jazz a lot of trouble for whatever reason. The second game is Celtics at the Warriors. The Warriors played Wednesday night also against the Lakers. Now they get the Celtics. And this is the second home game in the middle of a long, eight away, two home stretch for the Warriors. They already played poor defense. They got young kids out there. And, you know, I'm going to keep pounding the over against the Warriors until they show me differently on the defensive side of the ball. So take the over. And the Celtics-Warriors game on Friday night as well. NCAA games. Friday night, 7.30 on NBC Sports Network. Yeah, Alabama at URI. Nate Oates, coach Alabama, wants them to play faster. They're going to play up and down. They might be a little sloppy doing this their first year with him. Uh, but it's going to lead to a lot of points. Both for Alabama and for their opponent, which happens to be University of Rhode Island. This game will be played right next door to me at URI. I'm taking the over in that one. And then 8 o'clock, if you don't want to watch a, a up-and-down, fast-moving game, Alabama URI, 8 o'clock over to the SEC Sports Network on Friday night at 8 o'clock, and Zaga is at Texas A&M. Zags better by quite a bit on both ends of the floor uh, versus the Aggies here. Uh, the Aggies want to play slow, the Zags want to run, either tempo should be fine for the Zags as they will be triumphant on the road over Texas a Take Gonzaga in that one. So there you have it, the NBA, the NCAA college picks for Friday night, got four games you can watch. Hopefully you don't get the bad break like uh, we did on Wednesday night when I suggested take VCU and they had a... They had a seven nothing lead. Seven. They uh, had a seven point lead with a minute and a half left, and the thirty seconds it was gone. It was an even game. They missed a couple free throws down the stretch. They almost got the sneaky cover, but they did not. Also suggested on Wednesday, you take Villanova, Ohio State under. It was it did that one landed. That was good. That was good for us. So there you have it. NBA, NCA, greatest time of the year right now. You got. College hoops, NBA hoops, football going on, college football. Almost almost every night of the week, there's something good to watch on TV for sports. So there you have it. Hope everybody has a great weekend. May the picks be with you, of course. If you want our picks, you go to gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. The picks are absolutely free. Click on the Amazon banner ad. It looks like my book, Squeeze Play. And When you do that, a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. And don't forget my book, E.A.G., to bet on these college basketball games and NBA games. Uh, use that promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus when you do that. And appreciate the support. And uh, don't forget I'm an author of the L.E.R. Mini Series, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. Get it directly from the publisher of thewordverb.com or if you're an Amazon Prime, Kindle Select user, download it to your favorite electronic reading device. Again, have a great weekend. May the picks be with you And I watch. My two nieces go head-to-head and travel basketball on Sunday morning as my warm-up to the NFL. Go get them, Jordan and Brooke. I mean, Jordan and, and Ari. Brooke's Jordan's sister. My bad.